What up, what up, y'all? It's your boy, Sheik Lutz, L-O-X, D-Block, Silverback Gorilla up in here. Hey, yo, Poe, what's good, fam? You know what I'm saying? Right now, we Poe politicking with my homie Poe. You heard? Poe politicking. That's, that's hard. You know what I mean? Where self-help meets hip-hop. You know what I mean? That's what it is, man. Poe was good. DJ period, just two black brothers. You know what I'm saying? We three black brothers. The Locks doing what we do, too. You know what I mean? Preserving the hip-hop culture and all that and introducing the future stars. Hey, yo, keep shining, King. You already know what it is, man. We got you over here. You do your thing over there. Shigluch, L-O-X, D-Block. Yeah, Popolitikin. Peace. Popolitikin.com Welcome back to Popolitikin.com. Your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Right now, we're live on YouTube. Check me out on Amazon, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple. One, two, one, two, and place to be with Crump Snatcher. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, brother. Thank you for having me on here, man. Thank you. You got to ask me how I'm doing. I had something for you. I'm sorry? I said, you got to ask me how I'm doing. I had something Oh, I'm sorry. You. Excuse me. Yeah, how you, how you doing, brother? I thought I said that, but uh, how, you, how you doing, big brother? Man, I'm thinking Universal like Sony over here. There you <laughs> Yeah, man, old lyrics. Yes, brother. I see. Uh, I believe make them pay, man, on the gangster album. Yep. Yeah. So I kind of just want to go back to the even like uh, just your earliest memories of hip hop. I, I know you you from Boston, but what's your earliest memories of hip hop that you remember? Uh, my my sister's uh, father was in the military, um, so he was a DJ too. So like he used to travel around and get uh, different records and things like that. So at one point I heard him playing like the UFO, uh, UTFO record and I was like 11 years old. And I was like, yo, I've never even really heard this before. I mean, the way they were flowing, the cadence and everything was like crazy. And I was like, yo, yeah, man, I'm going to see if I can, you know, see if I can try to do this rap thing. I was, all, all, you know, I was already into the breaking. I was doing the breaking. I tried DJing. I couldn't cut. So I was like, yo, after I heard the UTFO join, I said, I'm going to see if I can start writing rhymes. And this is, I was like 11 years old, man. So this is like, like 35 years ago, man. So, but uh, yeah, man, it's been a long road, man. I've been blessed to to meet some some iconic people, and I've been fortunate, man. You know, so uh, you know, it's just a long journey, man. Just enjoying it. Yeah. Speaking of that, I was gonna ask you more uh, about the the Gangstar Foundation because I know you was a part of that. So I kind of just want you to talk about it for like the younger people that might not know about it, and for the older people, just you know, remind us too. Um, well, basically, man, um, Gangstars, I would say iconic because they've been around for like uh, God Rest Guru. So uh, they've been around for a long time, like different, uh, how you say, uh, different stages of hip hop from like the beginning times. And they're still around to today. Um, shout out to DJ Premier. So these these were like really good people, man, as far as getting my my feet wet in the industry. With. I was fortunate because, you know, they had an opportunity to be able to work with all these different artists who were in and out of D&D, and I was fortunate enough to be able to sit down and work with Premier, and Premier introduced me to Guru. And then they asked me to get on the Moment of Truth album, and I was able to do uh, the Making Pay verse. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you know, we started building, and they asked me to be a part of the Gangstar Foundation. I started touring with Guru and on the Gangstar tours, and, you know, that's pretty much how I came in. Yeah, did I say even um, the Make Them Pay, I know that was a hip-hop quotable in the source. When yeah. the source mattered, so how you feel about that? Man, I mean, I don't even like talking about this story because it's sort of like personal for me. But um, yeah, man, I was like in maximum uh, security, man, maximum security prison when I got that. So I had called Premier on one of my breaks from, uh, I was in a gang block in Walpole. 
So I called Premier and Premier was telling me he had the source inside D&D right then and there. And he was like, yo, you never believe this. You got the hip hop code. So, I, you know, I, for me, it was like nothing. I said, OK, OK, you know, I'll see what happens. So uh, like a month later, I see like I hear everybody on the tiers, like shaking the gates and screaming and shit. So they're like, yo, man, you just got the hip hop code. Because, you know, at that time, you could be able to get the Source magazine inside and things like that. Now it's probably contraband in certain places. But yeah, man, so I didn't really get a chance to celebrate it when I was on the streets, you know, unfortunately. And I've learned from that lesson, but um, that's a great feeling, man. I just, it was just sad I didn't get a chance to enjoy it while I was on the streets. So, you know. Yeah, then I was I was listening to the other song. Um, I was like, damn, that shit was cold, that Close to the God. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, 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 man. That's uh that's another record, man. That's when I got ended up getting shot. When I had uh I had came out on parole. And this is after um linking up with the uh premiere initially. So what happened was I ended up getting shot up and I had to go inside because I was on parole, so I had a parole violation. So Premier was supposed to originally do uh what do you call it, a remix. Cause I was on an independent uh, record label called MIA Records out of Lawrence. Shout out to Angelo and pacing him. So everything that happened, he said, well, let me just wait till he comes home. And then let's let me work with him. You know, when he gets home, cause you know, I had some record that we wanted him to remix. He wasn't feeling it. He was like, well, let me, I'll wait till he gets home. And then when he comes home, bring him, bring him through to me. So when I finally get a chance to get home, um, they bring me up there to go see premiere. And he already had the close to the uh, God record, uh, the beat playing in the booth. I had wrote it when I was in county because, you know, it's about, you know, when I got into a confrontation, I ended up getting shoot, uh, shot up. So I had made a song about it. Um, so he, go, he he tells me to go inside the booth. I go inside the booth and I started laying all the lyrics uh, to Closer, uh, Closer to God. And he loved it. And he was like, yo, I got the cuts for this and all that, you know, and he finished the record. And it did, it did fairly well. I mean, for, for initial record, for, you know, for me first coming into the industry um, as an independent artist, I thought it, it did fairly well. So I was bringing my name out. So I'm gonna ask you. So what? You, what's your opinion on like? Because uh, you say was you was you rapping when you got shot? I mean, not professionally like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I was just like on a. Uh, there was a place uh, called uh, what was it called? Uh, what's the name of that place? Uh, it was a record store. Uh, Mi record. One of those record stores. The Playground Records. So I used to go there every week, man, and, and battle all the local artists. I had just came home, so I was battling a lot of local artists, making demos in there. So it, uh, a, a brother named Scientific, God rest his soul, he used to be down with Ed OG and the Bulldogs from Boston. So he brought me through, and he knew Premier. So those guys uh, asked me to make a, a demo for them, and they signed me to their label. And that's how I ended up being brought up there to, uh, to Premier, through those guys. Yeah, I was going to ask you, but how do you feel about, like, the... Uh... It seemed like it escalated recently, like all the rapper deaths, like recently in like past couple of years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's scary, man. I mean, between the the pandemic thing, you got to worry about, and then you got all of a sudden like a whole slew of rappers just showing up dead. And I mean, some of this stuff is is, is health issues. Like a lot of brothers don't really know. I mean, at a certain point, when you you know doing damage to your body, at some point you need to be able to, to reverse that damage. So some people don't really take take heed to their body when it's born in them. And others, man, I don't know, man. It's just weird, man. Like a lot of uh, artists uh, in the hip-hop industry is just passing away more in the hip-hop industry than any other genre. So I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of weird. So I mean, brothers just need to protect themselves, man, and, and, and just be united, one front. 
You know what I mean? Like, what? I'm gonna ask you about your mind power hat. That's tight. Yeah, man, that's my record label, brother. Thank you, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's my label I just started, man, a couple years ago with my partner, Justice Hype. Shout out to Justice Hype. Yeah, what's in the middle of the O? So it basically it's just a design, uh, like a, like an ink uh, splotch, a spot. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I I was into the Buddhism thing. Oh, I still into the Buddhism thing, and and and, uh, and I read a lot about Hinduism and different religions and stuff. And I thought Mind Power would be a more universal um, record label and a home for any kind of artist who wanted to be here. And it's all about the power of the mind, intelligence, rules. You know what I mean? It's about having knowledge, knowledge yourself, and now on how to conduct yourself and move through life, you know, with wisdom. So it's about mind power, the overall goal. Yeah. Well, um, name some of them books you got over there. I see the books. Oh man, there we go. Let me see. Can you I see like anything? We had a rapper come on with some money, but I like the books more than the money. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I got like uh, Hebrews and Negroes, uh, Sacred Science. I don't know if you can see all these. Where is it at? All right. Secret Science, uh, Hebrewisms, West Africa. Uh, I got a lot of tour, a lot of Jewish books here because I read a lot about Judaism. So I don't know if you can see them all here. But uh, yeah, man. I'm more, I read more about into the religious stuff. Uh, I've been studying Judaism, uh, Judaism, man, probably for like the last five years. So How often do you read? Every day, man. Every day. I, I mean, I got a whole storage full of uh, books and stuff. And, you know, it's due to the pandemic, you know. Um, I have underlying conditions, just little heart murmurs and, and like asthma situations, semi-asthma. So I try not to go out too much. So I take the time to self-educate myself. The more I read, the more I understand, the more I, I can talk about on these records. Yeah, I was just going to ask you that, like, for all the kids listening out here, how much do the reading help you with your rhymes? I think it's very important, man, um, as far as expanding your vocabulary. Um I mean, there's some artists that are naturally good at using words and wordplay and cadences and stuff, but I mean, the word is power. You know what I'm saying? So you got to understand there's power in your words and how you manipulate and use those words. So it's a science in itself. So, I mean, it's all how you, what words you use, how you put them together and, you know, uh, what double entendres, as they say, the witty stuff. I mean, just be creative. I mean, poetry is great, man. It's been around for thousands of years. So... Mm -hmm. And then I saw uh, I saw you retired in 2012. Right, right, right. Yeah, I was trying to see uh, what made you come back. Um, well, actually, it was Guru's death. Um, the reason I had left, I I started working at a martial arts school. Um, for a grandmaster, I was like his uh, assistant instructor, so I was working there for like five years. So I decided I love working with the kids more than I love doing the music. So I had spoken to Guru maybe like once or twice. He was working with Solar and all that stuff that was going on. So um, I just decided, man, to just to go on, man, and just walk away, man, and just focus on the kids. And then, you know, after the thing with Guru passing away and, like, uh, my name started coming back up in circles and stuff, I decided to come back and just start working on some records. Yeah, I was wondering, because I read the statement and said I decided to honor my commitment to the youth. Right. I was, was going to ask you what, what that meant. I mean, I promise, man. I mean, I promise them, man. I, you know, I'm gonna always be there, whether I do it for music or if I'm gonna be in the community doing service myself. I'm gonna always be there for the youth. I mean, because something touched me when I was working there with those kids. Because in those martial arts schools, you get some of the baddest kids from the worst backgrounds in these cities. 
So, you know, I, at this point I was in Springfield, Massachusetts, and that ain't an easy, uh, easy area to be passing through. Mm. So I seen like a lot of these children, man, and some of the things that they're going through at home. I mean, their parents have issues and that issues filter down to them. Some of them are undisciplined. Some of them, I mean, so, I mean, these are the type of things it was good for me to learn through these children. And I see how important it is uh, to influence them for the future. So whether it's going to be for the music or if I decide to build a summer camp, that's what's been in my mind to build a, a summer camp and have musicians come out and teach them and stuff um, and get them around nature, you know, get them around nature, let them connect with nature, connect with God and, and show them there's another life besides the city life and all the other things that they're doing out there. You know what I mean? I'd say how important is you think um, kids learning martial arts at an early age is? Very important, man, because I, I believe it's self-discipline, man. They teach you uh, more than anything. The more that you learn, the more that you go up in your belt, the more you realize so much that you don't know. And then, like, the purpose of the black belt is going all the way up to black, which is just nothing, not nothingness, means that everything you learn, throw it out and start over learning again. Mm. So, I mean, it's just, it's a non- uh, I mean, non-ending cycle, you just get, you know, as a human being, you get better and better. You learn more about the human anatomy, human body, how to take care of yourself, you know, about uh, psychic auras, vibrations, chakras, how people's energy can affect your energy, uh, you know, the power of the words and things that you put out, that energy can come back to you. So, I mean, martial arts is great for children, definitely. It'll put them on the right path initially. So. And I want to ask you about your alter ego. Julie the Prince. Yeah, brother. Um, yeah, this album, man, I'm doing a, a reggae album, a reggae hip-hop album. So it's different for me. I, You know, it's just something different I'm, I'm trying. But I, I, I love reggae. So, I mean, I, I love lot, a lot of reggae. I love country, hip-hop, rock, whatever. I'm just an artist. Whatever is good sounds good. So this is my attempt on doing a reggae hip-hop album. And so far, it's coming out decent. So we'll see how it, how it turns out. And then uh, we got Jaws Message. So what's that about? Um, basically, Jaws Message, man, is um, just saying that, you know, I become a better person and become high, more higher and elevated consciously when I take heed to the Father's message, whether Yah, Jod, Yahweh, however you explain the name. Um, but basically, the song is just saying as far as like um, our story as African-Americans uh, is the exact same thing as the Hebrew Israelites. We just the modern day Hebrew Israelites. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and I just put it in the reggae thing. So maybe they can, uh, just to, to connect it together, because Rastafarians believe the same thing, but in their own way. And, you know, and in Jamaica, they have the same mentality and the same thing. So I'm trying to connect the, all those mind patterns and thoughts into the same thing. We need to unify. We need to get our stuff together. We need to go forward as a people. Right, so that's the purpose of this album. Yeah, we about to go into that song right quick. Yes, sir. Let's go. Uh -huh. Ja, you know you raise me high, for 
Lord, you don't need to say why. I studied your message. I studied your message. And you know all these times I tried. Life was a breeze by my side. You, 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 you. I studied your message. Biblical and prophecy, the Israelites in Odyssey, my wilderness is mental, I strive to live it consciously, going through the ancient tales, compare them to the modern, if history repeats, it's modern Babylon and Sodom, I'm trying to find my place in a world full of wickedness, I struggle like you, all the same, only difference is I put it on the father, deep in prayer late at night, wake up in the morning, catch the answers, made it right, Stepping through, kept on you, running close at it. It's time to make a change. We show that black lives matter and still do. Unify, electrify the masses. Manifest godliness, nothing else surpasses. It's written deep inside, so don't go looking at the sky. Witness the God that's in you. Yes, star, I and I, I and I. Witness the star that's in you. Yes, star, I and I, I and I. You know you raise me high. Oh, you don't need reason why I studied your message I studied your message I studied your message And you know all these times I tried Life was a easier by my side You, 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 you I studied your message I'm feeling like David and Goliath in the world But hardships can transform to diamonds from a pearl Technology, the internet, how can I relate When my people out there suffering from a fractured mind state Emotionless, that's normal, we see it all the time And sort of immune to it all And living life like we blind And at times I remind myself to study at the root Problem of it all, our desires in pursuit of happiness at all costs. The life of your brother will quit. Tonight, if you suffer decisions of another, like Moses, slave to God, oppressing all his people, our life is so dissimilar. We modern day Hebrews, 400 years a little more, it's on the paper. Still waiting on my ancestors, mutant 40 acres. I probably never see it, no need on even trying. Just waiting on our day until return back to Zion. Zion. Yeah, I like that joint. 
Yeah, man, it's a little different, man. I mean, it's, it's not like I'm getting like lyrical, like hip hop, hip hop. It's a different kind of beat. So I had to write it slower and hopefully emphasize certain things. Uh, and hopefully it got across. But thank you, brother. I appreciate you. Y'all say, what a dread is that? Huh? What a dread is that? Nah, man. I, I mean, I'm not Rastafarian, brother. I mean, <laughs> yeah, man, but I enjoy the culture. I mean, look, I, for me to do this album, I had to do a lot of studying, man. So, and I'm still working on it. I don't know if you can see these books. Like I got tons yeah. of books on Rastafarianism, Kevin Nagas, um, Hebrew Israelite books, everything, man. I'm trying to learn everything, brother. I was gonna say, did you listen to that Snoop um Snoop Lion one? Oh yeah, you know what? It's so funny, man. Um one of one of my homeboys was on that album, um, Jadon. Yeah. I was seen the documentary, that was dope. Hell yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch it yet, but I saw you had a documentary on YouTube. It was like 20 minutes, 20, 30 yeah, yeah. minutes. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's called Starving. Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah. So, what's that about? Just, just um, like, um, I think it's about everything up to when I started working with Premier, mm. but then a little and everything that happened after. Um, we'll probably do another documentary on uh, uh, documentary on it because you know I, I met, ended up meeting uh, some of the Wu Tang guys and going through the management chamber with those guys. And um, yeah, man, it's been a it's been a good uh, walk for me as far as to learn from so many like seasoned artists, man. Like, I got a chance to, to meet, sit in the studio with RZA and watch him at work. Um, I've been blessed, man, to meet a lot of artists, man. You know, uh, through uh, DJ Premier, he practically introduced me to everybody who came through there. So, um, fortunate, man. So I'm trying to pass this wisdom on to the youth, man. Yeah, I was just gonna ask you there, so. Uh... I know you've been in the game 20 plus years. So just oh, yeah. how you feel, how did like the game, you know, where it started when you got in and where it's at right now. And like, I noticed like with your song, you had a lot of content in there. So like nowadays they don't put that much content. Well, yeah, they don't put that much content in their music. A lot of artists now. So right, just what right. you feel about, you know, what you feel about it. Um, as far as me personally, I mean, I, I'm not in no position to judge anybody or, or to judge other artists. But to me, it seems like there's an over effemination of men in the industry. Mm -hmm. uh, there's just negative content consistently. I mean, there's nothing balancing it out. Like if you're hearing all this same negative energy on the radio consistently with nothing to balance it out, I mean, these kids are going to go in that direction because this is all they've seen on TV, they've seen on YouTube, you've seen on Instagram, everywhere. So, I mean, this is why I, I, I decided to create my own label. And start picking up and plucking artists, man, that I believe that, that the world need, you know, needs to hear. Um, and a lot of other brothers need to do that. They need to start their own labels, man, with positive content, positive energy. That way we can, like, sort of uh, be able to not, not match, but sort of, like, have a, another avenue for these children to look at. To be able to contrast with, man, because they see all of this negative shit consistently. If it ain't, uh, it's, you know, it's on the news, it's in the, uh, politics. In the hip hop industry, they need a positive light. These are the uh, people that's gonna do the future. So, yeah. I was gonna say too, like what I was thinking it too, like I wonder how rap, I wonder how we would have been if music would have stayed. You remember, like it was like when music had got super conscious for a minute. It was right, like, right. That's right. Big Day came, like yep. one. He was teaching. He was really teaching. Right. I'd be like, what if we would have stayed right there? We've been like that for forty years. Instead of the gangster rap, 
and then we just got lower and lower and lower instead of like you was talking about vibrations. Right. You right. Went, got bigger and bigger off that. Right. Bike. Right. I was like, that was crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's not too late. I'm, I mean, the youth is the most important thing. Um, is to scoop these brothers up, man, and, and give them a, f a full education on, on the story of hip hop. It came from struggle, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, I mean you got to understand that that message was uh, was a voice for the people that was being exploited and going through what they were going through in the communities. Now it's, it's just like they praying on the communities and and getting the money and going back to the hood, flashing on them and looking looking down on folks. Um, I mean, that's not the idea. The idea is to go back and lift your people up. So, you know. I just started like this, uh, it's not a fraternity organization, but it's going to be like a community service organization called the Roseman Society. And I'm going to grab as many good men as I can that's going to help me raise money for these kids to get scholarships to go to be doctors or scientists. So if anybody's listening, it's Roseman Society at Gmail, R-O-S-E-M-E-N Society, S-O-C-I-T-E-Y at Gmail. Hit me up, man. I need help. What, what's the What's your plan behind that? Why you want to do that? I just want to find a lot of brothers that's in the industry or whatever trade that you're in, and you can uh, network through your resources, have fundraisers, have dinners, have free concerts. I mean, whatever it takes. And the proceeds would go to uh, a certain uh, scholarship fund for underprivileged youth, for people who can't afford to go, you know, to get that that science education, that biology education, that education uh, that you need for the future. And this is where a lot of our children need. I mean, they don't think it's cool to be a scientist, to be a doctor. Mm. Shit, I mean, they make more than athletes. Yeah, they make more than athletes. Athletes right. only play for like five years and they out. They right, right, right. Yeah. For, forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful profession. You get to heal others. Yep. So what are, what are some of your other interests outside of music? Um, besides reading, I mean, I used to love doing the martial arts until I had like a spinal surgery. Um, I had a spinal surgery, so I've been recovering and getting on the floor lightly, but mainly it's just more of reading. You know, I do family time with my wife and, uh, the daughter's not here right now, but, uh, much time with the family and just finding self first. And then I can go on back out into the industry and, and, and make this album because this is a conscious album. You can't do a reggae hip hop album if it ain't conscious. So just get in the right vibe first. And then I was talking about as far as you remember I was talking about earlier, as far as like uh, kind of like this is like a history thing uh, show. So just <laughs> if people look at this later, what would you want people to be like? As far as your legacy in hip hop, how would you want to be known? Uh, a determined will. 25 years I've been in this industry and, and, and I haven't really been acknowledged or, uh, you know, I, it's, I have fans, but I mean, it's been 25 years of nonstop work, being on everybody's records, having people come on my records. I mean, it's, it's work going to New York, Cali, going to meet with these people. And sometimes you, you're dealing with people that's undesirable to be around. And then it's hard work. It's hard work. I mean, I don't have a million dollars to show for it, but I'm still doing it. And this is my 10th album. So. So what motivates you to keep going? It's two things. One is, like I said, the youth, the direction where I hear a lot of the music going now. 
I think I, I, you know, that's what Guru was about. He was about the positive light, the education, the science, the wisdom. When you listen to a lot of his music, he had street records, but he, like majority of his records, he was teaching. And I think a lot of people are missing that right now. And like the consciousness is low. Like people, they just given up between the pandemic and everything that's going on. People are feeling low. The vibration is low. We need to pick the vibration up and we can start doing that through the music. At least the hip hop community. We need more positive energy. We need more, more, uh, more positive artists. So we can start making some moves, man, and start coming together and building our own in this industry that we own. Yeah, for sure. That's what I was saying, too. Like, I wonder why we don't um, focus on that more. Because even, like, how the, um, like, sports and all that stuff, I'm like, why we don't got our own sports leagues by now? We had them. Yeah. We had them. So how, yeah. how do you lose them and don't, never get them back? But you had them. Back in the 50s and 40s, we had all Negro leagues and stuff, but mm -hmm. we don't got now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's going to change. It, you know, nothing comes easy. It's hard work, but it's going to take a unified front. I mean, like us as, you know, in this industry and as a people, we got to look out for each other, man. I mean, this, this is getting out of hand. And the story is 400 years old. So hopefully with this album, I mean, I can open a few eyes and people can go out there and do their own research and do their own thing. This is just my contribution. And believe me, brother, I'm studying every day about this. Now, what would you like to say to your fans and supporters? Um, just thank you, man, for watching the interview and just hang in there. You know, I got the album. Uh, also, I got the United Nations of Hip Hop, which is, uh, I forgot to mention that. I'm sorry. It's, uh, it's a global uh, mixtape series. Hmm. So if artists, uh, you know, you can hit us up on Twitter or Facebook if you're interested in getting your music on a global scale uh, with different uh, DJs and different artists, uh, hit us up on uh, Facebook for that, too. We have the United Nations of Hip Hop. So that's another thing I'm going to be working on this year, too, is uh, more uh, international artists um, on our mixtapes. Mm -hmm. All right, man, I want to say thanks for coming through politics with me. Thank you, brother. It's a pleasure, man. Thank you so much. Uh, you got any shout outs? Yeah, man. Uh, shout out to Justice Hype. Shout out to, uh, to my boy Cuban Pete out there in, um, in the UK. Shout out to you for having me, brother. Thank you so much for allowing me to speak. What's up? What's your social media and everything? Uh, my Facebook is uh, facebook.com forward slash uh, Demetrius. Um, no, Judah the Prince. That's uh, J-U-D-A-H-T-H-A-P-R-I-N-C-E number seven. But you can go on Crumb Snatcher. Uh, on Facebook, Twitter, everywhere, Instagram. And uh, it's on there, too, as well. So. All right, man. We out. Make sure you All right, check OG. out um, com. The Popolitikin Show is brought to you by RapperTShirts.com, home of the official Popolitikin merchandise. From face masks to tees and hoodies, order yours today.